0: could someone please call respiratory welcome to the hey could someone please call respiratory podcast with your hosts eric Carter and denise van ball
1: well i would like to welcome you back to another episode of what is it called again the I'm hey not,
0: huh i don't remember where's your microphone Oh, I know. You like to have it in the screen, but you can Well yeah, it
1: looks professional.
0: Oh, okay. This is a
1: professional podcast. I I
0: got the coffee, I got the microphone, we're in.
1: The budget's in the seven figures.
0: What like for the podcast? Negative Ah. negative zero, zero 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 point one.
1: Yeah. I mean we did buy the microphones.
0: Well, I thought they came with the
1: oh. Anyways, welcome to the, uh, the, Hey, can someone please call respiratory podcast? This is another episode. Uh, my name is Eric Harder. I am the podcast host and I have with me the other host, the co-host, other host. Well, I think it's more of like a co-host situation. Well, whatever. Yeah. Because like in. My football, son's football team.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) I am the head coach. My friend Jason is not the, he's not the co-head coach, because that's not a thing. It's, he's the assistant coach.
0: Am I the assistant co-host?
1: Even though the league director said at the meeting that there are no assistant coaches, it's two co-coaches, but I just reject that. So similarly on the podcast, <laughs>
0: okay, I'll be the co-host for now. We'll let, we'll have a poll and then the viewers, all three of them can, they decide. can vote. Yeah. And I'm pretty Wipe sure. Up. That Pat,
1: Swipe Pat up. Would. If you, is that a thing? Can we, <laughs> um, are we that status yet? Swipe I don't it up.
0: Know, but I'm pretty sure that Pat is definitely going to vote for me over you.
1: Well, that's true. My wife will.
0: Uh, she might be on your side.
1: Baby dudes. Would he uh,
0: vote? never vote for you he's only but
1: I give him a dollar I give him each a dollar every time they i
0: told <laughs> Who did they say they, they told um I think my cousin Melissa was like well he gives us dollars so <laughs> they really like the money they're never mind
1: Yeah well that's good so that I I um I digress anyways here we are on the podcast uh again another episode of the hey can somebody call reservoir podcast and today Okay, what your face is making. Well, sense. this
0: is the first po- episode. The last one was the snippet trailer. Whip it, uh, Ooh, look whip in, it.
1: dive through. Yeah, all of the snip, above. Snip, it. snip it. So today we are going to talk about other things besides her showering um, regimen and
0: his non baseball career. <clears throat>
1: Okay. And so today we're going to talk about oxygen therapy in the skilled nursing facility and or hospice patient home environment and or inpatient hospice unit that does not have uh, piped in O2. Is that correct? That is correct. How did I do on that one here on the You're podcast?
0: You're doing so good. Great. So, so
1: what's that big thing behind you? It looks like it's going to grab out and Oh, this is a painting you. that
0: you used to keep in your house. Oh, not that. But How did we, yesterday?
1: Yesterday? did we do yesterday? Did we get along pretty good yesterday?
0: We had a great day. <laughs> we were supposed to do the podcast yesterday, but what we happened? couldn't get along for five minutes. And, and
1: uh, what happened? Eric we has a bad now? attitude
0: and I have a bad temper.
1: Yeah, so that was fun yesterday. We, um, we basically <laughs> hated each other yesterday. Is that right?
0: And the end of oh. day before. Right. I had two full days of hate for you.
1: Great. Well, that's... Um, if you hopefully- didn't
0: live so far from me, I don't know that you would have tires on your car. <laughs>
1: Well, that's inappropriate. Today, we're talking about oxygen <laughs> therapy, not your own personal therapy. <laughs>
0: I'm the
1: one and I see that you have the Dunkin' Donuts.
0: Well, what's that?
1: This is water because I had the gallbladder uh, situation. And apparently, I was not having all the water that I need to have.
0: When I have cups like those, I have Tito's in them.
1: I know that. All right. So let me not distract you. Is is there coffee in that? Okay, go ahead. So, so go ahead now. Let's get started.
0: Okay. Um, So in the nursing homes, there are not a ton of them that have piped in O2. There are some, but so piped in O2 is when the, you have the flow meter right on the wall and you can just hook it up to there and turn the knob. Um, But for the most part, The nursing facilities have concentrators like this one. Some of them are this big, some of them are a little bit smaller. They all do the same thing. They pull in the room air and then concentrate the oxygen and spit it out at you at a certain What do
1: you mean by room air? Because that's kind of a issue, right? Like what is Okay, so
0: room air has twenty point nine percent oxygen in it. And then there's other stuff all right, too. Einstein.
1: Can we, uh, so you had to get so specific on exactly what it was. So it was 20.9.
0: Well, because that's going to lead into something else I'm going to talk
1: about. Okay. I'm,
0: I mean, let me do my thing. You don't know anything. I know it all. Go ahead. Okay. So 20.9%, but most people say that room air is 21%. That's fine. So what the concentrator does is it pulls in all of the air in the room. And there's other things in the air, carbon dioxide, I don't know what else. Helium.
1: helium. Oh, helium. I remembered all helium? that. Nitrogen. Nailed it. Nitrogen. Is there helium? Argon. I don't Argon. know what that is.
0: Cyanide? No. No, that's, a, uh,
1: that's uh, a, something else.
0: Oh, that's what I was saying. Th- Besides the tires, it was the cyanide that I was going to do. Gotcha. Um,
1: but I've heard so- people, you go by 20%, 20% because, right, mm-hmm. so the you can go up every liter. You go up, mm-hmm. it's 4%.
0: That's where I was getting.
1: Gotcha. So for easy math's sake, sorry, I didn't jump in there, but.
0: Okay. So anyway, as I was saying. So this is a concentrator. Um, On the side here, this glass. Okay, I I'm going to practice my weather growth skills. This glass piece right here is called the flow meter, and it has from 2 to 10. So this is a 10-liter concentrator. They come in fives, and they come in tens. This happens to be a 10. So when you turn it on, the ball in here, I am doubt you could see it. I guess I could move this. Yeah. The ball in there, can you see it? Not really. Oh, that's because it's all the way up past the 10, which is flush, which is a problem.
1: So if you have that flush like that past 10, what's going to happen?
0: Uh, it'll, the, the uh, concentrator will start alarming and then gotcha. you have to turn it down. So even so, though you want
1: more and more and more O2, you're not going to be able to get it past 10? You can't do it.
0: So right here, you can see the ball. Let's hover in right around four. Mm-hmm. Um so that's how you set the leader flow on the concentrator. You turn the knob. It's pretty self-explanatory. This here is a humid- humidity bottle. You can either put sterile water in here or distilled water. The reason that we use humidity is because if a patient is on continuous O2, they have oxygen air whatever blowing up their nose constantly so that tends to dry out the nose and then it starts to crack and then you start to have nose and that's an issue because you can't, so you have, can't have
1: seltzer water which i saw somebody put seltzer water in it one time well
0: i tried it with the with the tito's and that was it. That, no effect so pointless it was a waste of my tito's
1: seltzer water gotcha.
0: right. i do put seltzer in my tito's
1: though now can you if you're in a home a hospice patient, can you then boil water on the stove and put it in if money is an issue or getting out to the store is an issue and so on?
0: So in a pinch, sure. But the problem is, is that distilled water is boiled and then they collect the steam and pop, 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 bop, But the whole process removes all of the minerals from the water so if you boil water you're still going to have minerals in there and if you continuously use that boiled water in this container yep. you'll see a white film right, start right. to get on there and then like weird floaties get in the bottom right your so air a- blowing through there and it's good. so in a pinch, yeah, if you if your stuff gets this just gets delivered you don't have a car to go yeah. get the distilled water your relative isn't coming for another three days and a pinch, sure, use the d- build, boiled water, but your best bet is distilled water, and it's cheap. And if they sell it at any drugstore, any supermarket, well, I don't even have that big pandemic, but yeah, you, I'm, can I'm usually. It. you can get. And then, so, if you
1: are... You can buy it at your local CPAP store.
0: Oh, I yeah, mean, Aquapap. I didn't bring that in. So, you also, if you're not one that can go to the store and carry gallon jugs of water... Amazon also Amazon. delivers them. So All that's... Right. A, um, okay, so then everyone I am assuming is pretty familiar with this. This is a nasal cannula.
1: Canula. Oh, de- want, depends on how you want to pronounce it.
0: Canula. It's cannula, but you'd be surprised. So, right here on the bottom, mm-hmm. that little lip, yep, that is... I don't know where this has been... That is supposed to sit here, so that the prongs are facing into your nose. If you put it in the other way, the prongs are going to sit up. You want to see in time? nose? No. Oh, I'm gonna show you. No, they're gonna sit- <laughs> They're gonna sit and hit the top of your nostrils right there and cause a lot of irritation. So when you're putting a cannula on a patient or on yourself, the prongs are always going to face down. Not all of them have that little lip, um, but that's the indicator for where it goes. That it sits here. So you put it in prongs down. Oh, I don't know where this has been around the ears. These cheap and then tighten it up so that it sits
1: right there. I want to. I want to think. I want to say that I remember John using that at quite a many in services. <laughs>
0: Listen, uh, this is the least of my worries. It never, there's mind. no
1: chance he has the corona, so he, it'll be fine.
0: I mean, even if he did, okay. he's got so many issues that the corona is not going to even matter. Gotcha. So anyway, How's the coffee, go ahead. It's delicious, but I don't know. Can you drink coffee and be on oxygen? I don't know. Um, yeah. so see how it's, it's comfortably in my nose. That little is lip that on thing. you have, yeah, the- oh, yeah, it's on. I'm breathing it in.
1: Oh, wow, it's good for hangovers, too.
0: <laughs> oh, so. Funny story. After my dad died, um, that night we drowned our sorrows, and then the next, or no, we drowned our sorrows for a few days. So the day of the funeral, we were all feeling pretty crappy. So my dad had a couple of tanks in the house, so we put the <laughs> Naama breather on and put the tank on. And we we're <sighs> trying to feel better because it does cure hangover. So just saying. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Back to wearing it the cannula. So this what is, is how
1: a vasodilates, doesn't it? So mm-hmm. it opens up the blood
0: vessels. So you're or something. Again. Yes, nailed it. So on. that's yeah. what eases up the headache because that headache is killer. Um, so it's in, it's on, mystery. and then with the lip on there and the cannula in the right way, it's less likely to come off. Okay. Some people will put it on like this. <laughs> And hook it in the back. Right. It's still behind the ears, but it's not hanging in the front of their face, and they prefer that, and that's fine too. It's still in the right way. It's just as long as you
1: have it in the right way, right?
0: Right, and it's still it's just not hanging here. And this is a good thing for those patients, um, uh, for your dementia patients, or your patients that are a little bit out of it, where they're constantly grabbing they can't get the front of this. So it's harder for them to get it off. Um, So that's a way to do it too. Um, And then, so again, so we have the humidity set up in here. That's just a comfort thing so that your nose doesn't get really dry. They say that you don't need humidity. If it's what, below six liters,
1: liters. how many four liters, at least that was the way the book was 20 years ago.
0: So four liters. So, but if your patient wants humidity, give them humidity. It's just water in a bottle. Yep. Um, so in addition, or I guess not in addition to, but if you don't want to use the humidity, you don't think you need it, you can use, where's my Christmas tray. I lost it, Joel. You're going to have to add it.
1: I'm, oh, I am going to say, I'm Eric.
0: No, I'm talking. Oh, here it is, dog. Okay. This, This is a nipple nut adapter. I do not like the word nipple, not adapter. So even I heard call that. it. Hmm?
1: I never heard it called that.
0: Right, because people don't like to say that. I'm assuming that this part is the nipple, and this is the nut. No. Okay. So a lot of people don't like that word. So more commonly known as a Christmas tree. So you can just screw this right on.
1: How important is it to get that screwed on correctly?
0: You want it screwed on correctly or it's not going to push the oxygen to you.
1: Right. It'll leak Um, out, especially with humidifier bottles, right?
0: One thing about the humidifier bottle you want to remember too, it always has one of these in it. Does this one come off? No, this one doesn't come off. Some of them come out. So one way to know that your humidifier bottle is actually hooked up correctly, distilled water. I feel like I wish I would've done this while I had the bottle on. Maybe he can mish that together. Mish? Mash, mash? Mix? No, like, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Into the bottle.
1: Yeah, so I always recommend, even like on a trach compressor machine or the, even this, especially trach, because trachs are a little more, you know, I guess critical. But you want to literally get your eyeballs. What are you doing?
0: I'm going to drop the thing off the uh, Good. Of the brakes.
1: Yeah, most concentrators are cheap, 10 liters. Wait,
0: so real quick. Yeah, sure. Are. See the bubbles? Yeah. That's, That's how you, how you know, know that the humidifier bottle is working. Yep. But So, get
1: your eyeballs down there and make sure that you're threading on that thing, like, perfectly straight. And here's the problem. Those, those, uh, I guess, the nipple on the machine and the receiver on the machine and the plastic piece, it's metal on plastic, which strips the device a lot. So, how many calls have we had about compressor neb bottles that are not... Working and the patient's not getting humidity and so on and so forth. How many?
0: A lot, a lot, a lot. And then million, I say, well, just change like the bottle. And then One there million,
1: go. actually, we got. I'd and it's just it. a matter
0: of changing that plastic bottle. Uh, I mean, because they are plastic. So if you hit it and you hit it and you hit it, it's going to be messed up. It'll so break, if yep. you do find that you are having trouble with your humidifier bottle, change it. That's the first thing you want to do. Um, again, if you have the bubbles, you're good. You always want to check if, if your patient says they're not getting any oxygen and you can't feel it coming out, check for kinks because that will stop it. Um, that will also cause the system to alarm as well. It will beep off if it's all kinked. Okay. Um, Do you have a hangover today? No. But I have an overnight sitter on Saturday, so look out on Monday because I'm still going to be recovering. Great. Well, because I usually stay out. Like, I'll go out at, like, I don't know, 6, 7 o'clock p.m., and then I won't come home until 6, 7 a.m. the next morning.
1: I like to How dance. How old are you? Are we not, And we're not allowed to ask that? What's on
0: the matter? Podcast? Huh? I, well, am I, when I hit a certain age, am I no longer allowed to, like, dance in kitchens with my friends?
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: Well, I'm 35, and... Wow. Live my best life.
1: You are. Um, Okay. So oxygen therapy from a standard uh, concentrator is, we covered that. So you use the 10 liter just to to say, so yeah, there's five liters, there's six liters, there's eight liter concentrators, there's 10 liter concentrators. Um, And then, so... Here's the thing, anytime, you know, for years and years and years, and I know you're going to cover this, uh, you would have somebody who was short, short, short of breath, and you would have them on a 10 liter uh, concentrator, right? Just you walk in the room, patients huffing and puffing, you got them on a 10 liter that's just blowing right up through there, very uncomfortable. And at 10 liters, you cannot humidify. So it's not going to work. And then they would have a non-rebreather mask on too, right? So you got the cannula, non-rebreather, cigarette, nebulizer, <laughs> gun. I had one time, a guy, one time I went into his house and he had on his lazy boy, he had a lazy boy that the arm portion came up and we were in a, it's somewhere in Delaware, lower Delaware, where it was just not a great neighborhood. And, um. I, you know, you gotta. You feel safe at home or whatever it is, right? And he's like, "I feel safe." And he whipped open his arm chair and pulled out his nine millimeter <laughs> gun. You and I that? said, "Well, okay, that's good to know." Next question do you is, "Feel
0: safe in his home?
1: How much longer do I need to be here without being shot? That's uh-huh. my question. So, anyways, point is, I know you're going to talk about high flow and Airvo, which is all the rave now. And actually it's fantastic because it's really helping patients that are short of breath. And, um, and so
0: Yes, ahead. I am going to get there, but I'm going to go over the, what do we say? It's, it's from the simple to the complex. Oh, nailed it. Hmm. So what are other issues that come up with the concept?
1: Uh, you want to make sure if you, if it, if somebody unplugs it,
0: Oh, well, right. if you do, I'll show you what happens when you unplug it and you don't turn
1: it on hear that yep have you ever gotten a call for keep that on.
0: keep on it's not working and it keeps making this beeping noise is it is plugged in true? hon
1: yeah you hunter
0: I've hunder a lot of people
1: <laughs> okay good to know all
0: so right. I get back in? Alarm goes off. Yes. Um, okay. So then another thing for the uh, nursing home people watching, a lot of times your patient will come in with orders for 35% or 28% 0 two. Let's say 28% of two. That's the norm. Yep. What's 28%? So this gets me back to what I was talking to. Oh, Eric.
1: Yeah, I know the answer. So.
0: Oh, did you want me to explain it to our people or you just want to tell them the answer without any explanation so they have no idea what they're doing?
1: see, see why we had this thing yesterday? Okay.
0: Oh, it's my fault still. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Back to the no tires on your car. Um, okay. So back when I was talking about room air being 20.9%, most people saying it's 21%. For this exercise, we're going to say that it's 20%. So the way it works is every one liter you go up on the concentrator, you go up 4%. So if room air is 20% and it's one liter on the concentrator, it's going to be 24%. If it's two liters on the concentrator, it's going to be 28%. If it's three liters on the concentrator, Eric?
1: Um.
0: Carry the one, 32%. 32%. Yes. And then four liters is 36%. A lot of times you will get that order for 35%, yep. three and a half liters. Nope. Um, 40% is five liters. So f- the percent part of it is, what is it? The fracture, frac- fractured of inspired oxygen. So it's just now. another way to do the liter flow. Yep. So 20% up 4% every time you go up a liter. Yep. Um, so that should be helpful
1: so question yes so you said it is that percent do we know that it's acts absolutely that percent or is it based upon the patient's inspiratory demand or uh, all the other contributing factors right there i think even temp is involved as well Perhaps. so yeah so it, it is
0: it how do you? How
1: would you figure out exactly? We'd have to use an oxygen analyzer, which you're not typically going to use. So that is why we try to keep it simple. And knowing that oxygen out in the air, the room air, is twenty percent, and then if you got a doctor that writes for twenty eight uh, percent FIO two, which typically is in the hospital because the bottles in the hospital have what they call little Venturi's where you can dial in because you're getting a hundred percent pure oxygen from the wall. So you can dial that in. Well, I'm talking about the Neb bottles.
0: I'm saying I got a Venturi.
1: Yeah. So basically you can dial it in off the wall oxygen, but in the nursing facilities, it's very different. So we try to keep it simple. You're going to get two liters. That's 28%, right? So 20 plus, you know, the two liters, 28%, right? Okay. So, and typically you're not, go- that's typically the standard order is 28%. You just have to convert that over uh, and know that it's two liters.
0: And you can Google at any time those charts, they have yeah. that chart. So leader flow, oxygen yeah. leader flow to FIO2. And it'll Trinkers bring up- You can time. call wherever you're at, whenever you're at, however you're at,
1: whatever <laughs> time you're at and give us a holler and we're happy to help you- you know, if you have a question, it's fine. Yeah. So uh, what the other part of that equation is, if your patient is short of breath, give them oxygen, right? So if you have somebody who is, well, the doctor wrote 28%, we can't go any higher. I've heard this a bunch of times. We can't go any higher. We can't go any lower. Well, that's one of the problems with how patients are, there's a lot of misinformation in the homes. It's, well, they're on 28%. And we now we have to send them home on 28%. Well, you can try, they probably most likely we're not even on O2 at home. So the goal is to go from hospital to home and try to get them back to where they were and or better. And so if somebody's on oxygen, well, 28%, we got to now set them up with with oxygen at home, most likely once their disease process is gone back away from <clears throat> from the exacerbation, they can go back to their, you know, what do you call it, homeostasis. So point is, you if you have somebody who is short of breath, give them O2 for the time that they need it. Well, what about the COPDers that can't give beyond, you know, they get oxygen induced hypoventilation syndrome, absolutely nailed that that I remembered that, and I could say that. O2-induced hypoventilation syndrome?
0: Hypercapnia. Huh? It induces hypercapnia.
1: Oxygen-induced hypoventilation syndrome is from somebody that gets hypercapnia from being on so much O2. But the reality of it is those patients, they've done studies. The patients that die, which is sad, the patients that die from needing O2, right? Which progresses into respiratory rest, which progresses into cardiac arrest, which progresses into no need, longer need for a concentrator, is so much greater than the patients that actually have O2-induced ventilation due to hypercapnia. Because, so, really, the point is, somebody that's short of breath, that's truly short of breath, that you've, you're looking at them and they're short of breath, and you now, you know, give them O2. You don't have to get the pulse ox right away. You don't have to do the vital signs right away. Somebody that looks short of breath, guess what they also do when they're short of breath. You know what they say? Not a lot. Or guess what they do say? I can't breathe, right? I can't breathe. breathe. Help. 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 Somebody, right? So give them O2. Point is, give them O2. Now, once we've given them as much O2 as we can, Let's check the saturation and see. Let's begin to wean them once they get over that. Obviously, now you go into, do they need uh, other interventions? Do they need BiPAP? Do they need meds? Do they need, what's their lung sounds like, right? All that stuff. So I know you're going down this road, but I just wanted to reinforce an oxygen patient that needs oxygen, give them oxygen.
0: Yeah, and nowadays, actually, I've seen um, most of the orders in the nursing homes, um, even in, well, for hospice, it's usually just patient comfort. But in the nursing home sniffs, they write to keep uh, O2 such and such to keep uh, SPO2 above a certain percentage, right. 92%. And so that's, has- that's
1: how it should be, right?
0: And then if it's written like that, then you have all the leeway in the world. To and every
1: doctor in every nursing facility that doesn't want to get nurse, practitioner, doctor, whomever, that doesn't want to get 75 unnecessary calls because the saturation went from 94 to 93 to 95 to 93 to 9, whatever. Right. Just write an order for keep saturation greater than 90, greater than 92, greater than 88 on those mm-hmm. chronic lung patients. Do yourself a favor. Allow, teach instruct, guide patients on how or uh, caregivers on how to care for the patient and writing a specific FiO2, which is already going to get confused <clears throat> when you have to transfer it from 28% to what we have in the nursing homes is the concentrator is a big thing to overcome. So saturation, writing a saturation to keep greater than equal to is the best way, in my opinion, to agreed. Be. Do that. How did I do on that one? Because I sure. spoke for a while and I, I want to feel, I want to say, I want to say it was great. I don't know what you're on the podcast. I don't know what you're, uh, what you, what, uh,
0: should we just go on to Erevo? No, there are so um, many things before that. Simple to complex. Simple
1: uh, to complex. Gotcha. Okay, good. So the problem is, I don't know how long we've been on the podcast because I don't have the time on here and I'm looking around.
0: Did you make your screen? Mm-hmm. I mean, between the freaking two of us, I can't. Um, All right, we we'll just keep
1: going. going. That's fine.
0: Anyway, there's there. maybe we'll edit some things. Yeah, whatever. So, um, concentrator. Okay, so for, that's where I was going. Um, oh, and then real quick, just to add to what you were saying, for those COPD, CO, COPDers that aren't supposed to get above four, in any emergency situation, you give whatever you need. They'll come back down off the floor, and they're not going to retain too much CO2 and go in a hypoventilator. What did you say? What did you call it? Well, man, this anyway. feels
1: really good right now.
0: Okay. Well, he always likes to say how he's not a therapist, so I'm trying to gas him up, but he's just, he has to be a cocky. Anyway, so um, oh, what's the matter?
1: Your default microphone has changed to microphone. I don't know what that means. Can you not still right. hear me?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: How come I so, don't have the microphone in
0: so anyway, in an emergency, you give the most O2 you can. We'll deal with the repercussions later, which I doubt will be any. If the patient is that short of breath and they're a COPD, they're going to end up on BiPAP anyway. They're going to blow off that CO2. It's not going to be a big deal. So give them everything they need. Yeah. And keep so, in
1: mind, real quick, can, may I say something real quick? You're going imp- anyway. to I'm going to. Yeah. I know. It's <laughs> really important. How many times have you been to, what do, I don't know what do they call them, rapid response now um, or codes or issues or whatever it is where the whole group is in the patient's room and then they leave and nobody comes back for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh super important to come back in, you know, once everybody, once they're stable, one thing, put them on a continuous pull socks right at the bedside. That's a one-to-one and you definitely want to do that with an alarm that you can hear when they go down and then come back in 10 minutes and just reevaluate and assess, you know, and then come back in an hour because... What happens is unfortunately they keep these patients on non-rebreathe or whatever it is. Now somebody that is O2 sensitive like that, which basically the the brain, there's so much CO2 that it begins to knock out the drive to breathe. And so somebody on that much o- oxygen that's a chronic lung patient, they're gonna their respiratory rate's gonna decrease and it can decrease to the point where they they're dead. Well, they'll
0: just go to sleep and they won't wake up. Okay. Same thing.
1: I don't know what the difference. Okay. So. uh, I
0: mean, they're not going to like die gasping for air. Just so you know, they're just, they're just going to go to sleep. And I don't think this is the
1: uh, euthanasia podcast. I don't think that's what we're (laughs) trying to do. In case you're
0: wondering how to euthanize Uh, your
1: loved one. Different different, uh, category that we're, I don't think that that's where we're looking at.
0: I don't even know if we could talk about that. Anyway, so back to me, the host of this
1: <laughs> show. This is a common theme. Go ahead. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So for the nursing facilities, the SNFs, if your power goes out nine times, 10, you got a generator, you got the red plugs, you can plug everything into, you got. You can put 75,000 power, what are they called? Uh, extension cords into the red cords. And I've seen all that. Um, so you're okay if the power goes out. You're just fine. for
1: technical yeah. sake, we should, you're not really supposed to do that. It's supposed to be plugged directly into the red outlet.
0: I mean, but if just you from just from a, keep, a if you you medical
1: just, legal liability standpoint,
0: what are you Ocha or what, who are you? Jeez, I geez. would just
1: not want to give out uh, information that's. You, yeah, you want
0: to get your hard hat on there, bud. <laughs> um. So anyway, whatever you to do to keep your patients alive is where I'm at. Um, but. So in the home situation, not everybody has a generator and the weather is crazy and sometimes it'll knock your power out. So your family member or yourself or whoever is in the home and is on oxygen and the concentrator doesn't work anymore. What are we going to do? So that's... Oh, I'm going to have to move this thing. Beautiful. (laughs) Uh, That's a scary situation, Um, especially because usually when the concentrator and the tanks get dropped off, it's just a driver and he just drops it off at your house and assumes that you know how to use it or that the nurse, the hospice nurse coming is going to show you. Um, But unfortunately, that doesn't happen all the time. So big storm comes, 10 inches of snow, tornado, sharknado, whatever it is. Is that a thing?
1: Nope. No.
0: Okay. So it comes. So I hope I have this off because that's going to make that terrible, terrible noise. So they drop it off to you. Can I get it out of here? I cannot. <laughs> Dude, you really jammed it in there, huh? I didn't do it. Well, so it's good that it's in there because any O2 tank needs to be in a stand because there's 2,200 PSI in here. So if this were to knock over and this part were to get knocked off, this thing will shoot around your house or facility like a missile and destroy everything in its path. Everything? Uh, everything. You want to see if I put it off and it destroys you or no? No. No. Okay. You don't have to worry about your gallbladder anymore. You'll be missing your entire middle.
1: Middle bladder
0: all right so they drop it off to you like this ah what am i gonna do this is an o2 regulator on the inside regulators <laughs> he's from california Sorry. um on the inside you see these two little plugs right here and then the knob there this is the part that you can see it come up it screws in right in here, see this is why I wanted to move it. I just opened it. (laughs) So in here, there's these two little holes and then this other hole. So they line up with those ones I just showed you. Yep. So you put it over the top.
1: That's why a lot of these places have the grab and goes now.
0: I know and they're great. Yeah. Grab and goes. But where you this don't, where is facilities have grab and goes. I have yet to come in hospital patients. With. Yeah, right. They right. don't. So you line them up. I don't know if you can see till those two little knobs go in the hole, and then you tighten this in. Now, fortunately, this one has this little knob on the top. So right now, the tank looks like it's on empty. Can you see it? Yeah. So it looks like it's on empty. When I open the actual tank, which is what I did earlier when you heard that noise. Well, I'm not <laughs> in on
1: You didn't even have it on, right?
0: No, I did. I just had the I had the leader flow open. Mm-hmm. Um you'll see that when you open the tank, it the little will go to full. Mm-hmm. So now it's on, I'm ready to go. Here on the side is the, essentially the flow meter. So you turn it to whatever you need it to. So your family member on whom is that? On two liters? You turn it to two liters, hook up your trusty nasal cannula right on the edge there. And you're back in business. Yep. These do not last forever um they have a time limit this is actually a really small one so on two liters i think the max you get out of this is like two and a half hours usually at your house you get an e-tank and i think an e-tank on two liters is about 60 hours um, but normally they don't just drop off one tank they drop off multiple tanks or sometimes they'll drop off that really huge one and then you got some time but if you are all out of tanks and your power is not on yet and you do not have a generator. Go to the hospital. Yep. I got hospital. Um, go to the hospital. Another thing I want to show you about the tank. So say you are on your regular oxygen. It's working just fine, but you're still short of breath. Eric was kind of talking about it earlier. Um, you're still struggling. I don't know what happened. You walk to the bathroom and it really took it out of you. You all right? Yeah. No, oh.
1: I got distracted.
0: I prefer when people pay attention when I talk. <laughs> um, got it. So you walk to the bathroom, you're out of it. You're still not looking. Um, you can't recover. You're having a lot of, tar- a lot of trouble recovering. Um, a lot of people in the home keep the pole socks, which I don't love, but that's fine. Because <laughs> they read that instead of the patient. Um yep. And it'll say four, and that's inaccurate. They have no blood flow to their fingers. There's no they have AFID. Right. The what do they ring. say?
1: Pulse oximetry was the best and worst invention of all time. True. At that. least as far as oxygen is concerned.
0: Especially if you're anemic and you have no hemoglobin and you really could be in the twelves and but you don't have. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Okay. Anyway, so You're having trouble recovering. You can't get it together. You have another option. So you have your nasal cannula on through your concentrator. You can Uh, hook up.
1: Hmm? Question. Yeah, Eric. Uh, When does this podcast end?
0: You wanted me to go through thirty thousand devices of oxygen. I'm just trying to help these people.
1: No, I was just asking a question. I just.
0: Well, if you don't want to be here, you could leave, and I could take over as host, as I was meant to. Oh, you're the. I'm the host. You're the co-host. Well, then, then, then host, do you want to come in here and do this?
1: No. So no. the point is, I think we're towards the end of our time limit, and I'm thinking we're going to have to push Airvo, or I'm sorry, High Flow, Papal Therm, whatever. You had me at Trailer. Um,
0: well, that's good, because then they're going to want to tune yeah. in, because they're going to want to know
1: about it. Oh, my gosh. It's almost like we planned it. Planned it? Planned is that's not a word. Planned it. Planned it. it.
0: No struggles.
1: Planned it. It's almost like we planned it. And um, but we didn't. So point is,
0: can you I'm gonna wrap it up. So I want to do the non Yes, Yes. and
1: then then tune in next time for uh our conversation about high flow, which is really the solution to all this nonsense. (laughs) Really,
0: isn't it? All right, so you're struggling, you're struggling, you're struggling. Nine times out of 10, when they give you your setup at home, you definitely have them in the nursing homes. You have a non-rebreather. So in an emergency situation, the first thing you learn in respiratory school is to give 100% O2. The way to give 100% O2 is through a non-rebreather. So this is a non-rebreather mask. It has two flaps on the side. They open when you blow out, but you cannot suck in anymore. Yeah, so you can exhale. But it's not gonna let out the O2. The O2 is all gonna be in the bag and you're gonna be breathing in hundred percent oxygen. If this bag is not inflated, then you're not gonna get a hundred no a a hundred percent no oxygen.
1: Yeah. So, At least three quarters, right? In that, right, that right the thing.
0: Right, right. So Your patient at home is struggling. Your patient in the nursing home is struggling. Their post-ox is in the 70s. You have the concentrator that goes to five, all the way up to five, and it's not helping. They're tripoding. They're huffing and puffing. They can't do it. So you turn this all the way up, the tank, as high as it'll go, which unfortunately on here is eight. Oh, the
1: regulator? It's only eight? Mm
0: -hmm. No, it's getting there. So it's blowing
1: yeah, up. You want to have it if you can have it at 15. Hair it's looks good.
0: usually does the job though.
1: Your hair looks good with that thing on there like that.
0: Yeah, well, your hair looks good from the back. Sure, it does because you don't have any. <laughs> um, so you're think so that this, this is the way to stabilize your patient until either respiratory shows up, if you happen to have them in your nursing facility, which is probably a really good idea, um, just saying, or until EMS shows up and carts them out of there, but this will get them stable. If you're in need of this, then you're probably in a lot of trouble. All right, um, anything
1: else that you would want to share with the folks?
0: One last thing, yep. this, is a, this is actually a problem, and then I'm out. For your patients that are on these, this is a PAP. Um, BiPAP, CPAP, doesn't matter which. Can I cut
1: you, can I mm-hmm. cut you short? I I think that we can do BIPAP and CPAP on another episode. It was just
0: from the O2 bleed in.
1: O2 adapter needs to be up there. Yeah.
0: Right. So that's my only part on this. So it'll be quick. You have to bleed O2 in. If they come with an order of BIPAP 12 over five, 40%, that's five liters on the concentrator you need an O2 bleed in. So you yes. just use an yep. O2 adapter with the O2 tubing on it and it hooks right to the concentrator.
1: Definitely. The so we're going to cover that on another episode. Um, we're running long here. And so I wanted to thank my co-host being the host of the show. I'd like to thank my co-host, uh, Denise van business, uh,
0: Oh, never mind. What um, happened? I
1: don't know, it's the default microphone has changed the microphone. Well, now be used. Whatever. I hope that don't mess us up. Anyways, I want to thank you for the podcast today. I think, again, I think everybody on the podcast did a great job. I think if I'm honest, I probably did the best job today. You've been
0: employee of the month for ever. Almost every month. Every month. Well, not almost. Every month. Every month? Mm -hmm. Haven't missed one. That's got to be a record.
1: Got to be a record. So um, thanks, Eric, for being on the podcast today. Thanks, Denise Van Baller, to be on the podcast today. I like that one. Uh, Tune in next time where we will be talking about High flow and the features and benefits of high flow for your nursing facility, for your hospice patient, for your patient struggling to breathe.
0: For non-compliant BIPAP, CPAP patient.
1: Another one, another one. So thanks for coming everybody today and we will holler at you shortly thereafter. Great job.